Hi, this is your host Radhika Chirmamilla. Welcome to my podcast Toastmaster Journeys. Today I'm very excited to have Jenny Zuber as our honored guest. Jenny has been a Toastmaster for one and a half years and member of two clubs, Greater Columbus and Dynamic Growth Toastmasters. Jenny is a mental health therapist. She meets on telehealth with clients who are school age through the senior population. Jenny is also interested in animal welfare, spirituality, and yoga. I have met Jenny through Dynamic Growth Toastmasters. She visited us as a guest in October and fell in love with the club's culture. She's our newest member of the club and very lucky to have her. Even though it has been only two meetings, Jenny already made her mark through her speeches and table topics. She brings a lot of energy, quality, and a very unique perspective from her mental health background. I'm very excited to have this conversation with her and get to know her a little bit more. Now, let's welcome Jenny Zuber. Hello. I am Jenny and I have a lot to share today. I have much enthusiasm. I love people and I'm ready to go. Thank you, Jenny. We are very excited to hear your journey and your experiences. So Jenny, tell us about your Toastmaster journey. How did it all start? Was there a specific goal you were trying to accomplish? Oh, I wanted to accomplish learning how to speak for the mentally health profession. That was my main goal. I remember one evening I looked up Toastmasters and it said, Cole Spider, he's in the progressive Columbus or greater Columbus. So I called Spider and attended a meeting and I've been, and it since that was about a year and a half ago. And I would like definitely to get practice speaking for the mental health field, including decreasing stigma. I get so tired of the stigma. It's, it's unfair and hurtful. Mm -hmm. I also want to educate people about mental illness. I have my own story to tell. I can share that starting at Toastmasters and then spreading through the community. I'm very interested in empowering and advocating for people. And it's no longer just the, the mentally ill population. It's everybody at this point, Radhika. I, I want to motivate and inspire anyone. Mm -hmm. That's a very... Um great goal and um, you mentioned like you know you just looked it up Toastmasters like was there a I mean how did you hear about Toastmasters I know a lot of people think Toastmasters is something um, different right everybody has their unique uh, exemptions or presumptions how did you why, how did you um, hear about them and why did you look it up I've heard it prior to when I joined two times. I worked at a hair salon 
And one of the hairstylists mentioned going to Toastmasters. And then a few years later, I worked at a nursing home and a gentleman told me, go to Toastmasters. You must go to Toastmasters. I wasn't ready yet. So right. several years later, I thought, hmm, maybe I'll look up Toastmasters. And it was the perfect time. So I was had a few hints before I actually joined. Wow, that's amazing. Like you heard it at a hair salon and a nursing home. How many years prior to that? I heard of, in the hair salon, it would have been about 1988-89. And then I heard it in 1998. I just kept hearing it ready. You could go to Toastmasters. <laughs> it's really cool. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. So I, yeah, after like almost like 30 years or 25 also years, you found your way back to Toastmasters. So. It's really neat. And I got on Greater Columbus and was sold. And I also tried um, Progressive, the Progressive group on Tuesdays. Uh -huh. And then I tried the Dynamic Growth. It, it's so fun. And I, I learn. It's a social outlet. It's mm -hmm. I would suggest it to anybody. And we're, I love to socialize, and we have, a, we have a purpose when we're together. That's totally, I agree. I, I see that we draw energy from each other, and uh, we are there for one common goal. That's, yes. that's very powerful, and uh, it's very um, liberating at the end of the meeting, and also you feel very... Um, much motivated and uh, felt like you have accomplished something by participating either table topics or by just even listening to the speeches and listening to the evaluations and just that uh, just just being there with the, so many wonderful people that, that are there for with a common goal and who share our pain points our our experience similar to our experience so it's 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 a it's like an extended family i would say it is that's how i feel ready i do yeah. it's they're my fan my it's like a second family absolutely yes in this one and a half year journey that you have undertaken with Toastmasters, um, what would you say your most challenging role or responsibility you have undertaken? There is no question. <laughs> Technology is not my gift. So I, my PowerPoints oh. have been few and very basic. Uh -huh. I definitely need to work on that. The, the PowerPoints, technology, like this morning, when technology uh, falters, I, I struggle with that. That's definitely, definitely something I can improve in. Also, when I evaluate other speeches, mm -hmm. I could be more thorough and more objective. I, I have a hard time saying, you, <laughs> you need to work on this, you need to work on that. I, I want to say it's perfect. And I often see the speeches and say, it was perfect. I, I don't see anything wrong. That's something I can focus on too. Awesome. Yeah, technology yes. is always, always a challenge. Um, even for me as a technologist, it's 
it's always a unique problem, right? It's not the same problem. It's always, you know, your camera is not good or your audio is not coming through. Always, um, now we are with the hybrid situation at one of my club. Um, it takes us at least 20 minutes to just get settled with the technology. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's amazing. There are so many amazing people who are really passionate about it. So that's why we are able to get through our hybrid meetings. But um, it's, it helps you to achieve so many wonderful things too. But you definitely have to um, have someone who is really knows who knows what they are doing there um and evaluations is always like i felt like it's a um it needs some good balance you can always tell them how well they have done and um you know you can go about their content how well their content is and a lot of times it's more like it's just your perspective. Maybe somebody else would say totally different. Like what, especially the things they have to improve on or things they have done well. So I always felt like, I, I always include these phrases. You know, I think this could be done this way or you have done extremely well. So it's always, I feel like your perspective when you are giving the evaluation. So, so I, I, I truly try to say what I felt when I heard the speech. Um, so I, I totally think that it is a delicate balance and uh, um, we all have opportunities to improve there. Um, so I try to, See how I can balance both. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> now, just I know when we start our Toastmasters, we always have a purpose on our mind, whether it's overcoming our fear for public speaking or delivering beautiful, wonderful speeches, or even just to have some type of leadership capability that we would like to improve on. So what are some of those mistakes or some of the assumptions you had before joining the Toastmasters and how were they different after you joined? Were you, were you able to change your course um, if you compare it now, you know, compare it to the one and a half years ago when you initially started, do you see that you have changed your course uh, with the Toastmasters? I've thought about this. I believe I haven't changed course enough. With COVID-19, I was sent home one day from work they said, stay home until we call you back. And they still allow me to stay home when I call my clients on the phone. Mm -hmm. I become very comfortable in my house. Mm -hmm. I'm very social, and but it, COVID really affected me. I, mm -hmm. I don't go out as much. When I have mm -hmm. the opportunity to do hybrid, I do the on Zoom instead of going in person. Mm 
I believe I could be much more effective if I do it in person. So I, I'm seeing that I'm in a I'm in a uh, in home mode mm-hmm. that it's very easy to get mm-hmm. comfortable. Mm-hmm. But but like I said, I think I would be much more effective in person. Mm-hmm. So that's is that. So did you join Toastmasters during COVID? I did. So you and were never in person at the Toastmaster meetings. I went to Progressive on Tuesday nights uh, uh-huh. a few times. I, see. I did uh, Tuesday nights, and then mm-hmm. I got very, very settled into the <clears throat> excuse me, the Zoom meetings. And I, I admit, I, I love being at home. I have two cats, and I hang That's out with the cats. So I, I need to push myself a little more to get out. I see. Definitely. I would say um, I totally agree with you. In-person meetings are much more effective than Zoom because in Zoom, you are in your own comfort zone. You have the advantage of hiding a lot of your body language behind your camera. And you really don't have to make that eye contact with your audience you can all just stare at your camera you will you'll be fine with that but having in person is a totally different experience where you have at least 20 pair of pairs of eyes looking at you and you have to give equal attention to each one of them you the audience have to feel that you are talking to each one of them and um that is that is i think that's the power of uh, giving uh, a public speech uh, and talking in front of uh, audience i would definitely um do in person anytime compared to my zoom meetings but a lot of times we um, often feel more comfortable just doing it through our... <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Now we are in our uh, in a hybrid situation at our work also. So I totally see the days I go to work, how much I feel energized and how much of work I get done. Can you share some of the experiences that you have seen um, how your um, Toastmasters um, learnings are helping you in your personal life as well as professional life? I have, Radhika, I have learned so much through this experience, professionally and personally. Professionally, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting the experience to share mental health with people. That was my main goal. Mm -hmm. It's definitely happening. Mm -hmm. Speaking, also listening. Mm -hmm. Toastmasters learn to listen to each other. Mm -hmm. And it helps with my clients Mm -hmm. listening to them. It goes both ways. And as I mentioned before, evaluating speeches Mm -hmm. helps me see aspects of my own speeches mm-hmm. and I learned through that way. Mm-hmm. I've, I've learned 
my vocabulary is not is not very good and we do word of the day and usually i've never heard of these words mm-hmm. I, I could it, it, yes and, and i'm learning vocabulary it's it's a measurable experience and then professionally i become more assertive mm-hmm. i sp- speak out more i'm more confident when i speak i went to a funeral viewing for a gentleman no one got up to share memories so i stood up went to the front and gave a talk about bill who had passed away i felt so confident it it Radhika, it was it was magical and people said jenny you you did really well thank you for talking about our father mm-hmm. so also i'm meeting friends Mm. through Toastmasters and just the Mm -hmm. general community Mm -hmm. just pulls me out of myself. I I love Toastmasters. It's like you said, Radhika, it's a a balance. You you socialize, you learn, you practice Mm -hmm. speeches and you listen to speeches. Mm -hmm. And listening to speeches is just important. Mm -hmm. And then again, I can improve my vocabulary a little bit. (laughs) So rewarding when you can express your love and respect about others in a very meaningful way. That really impacts your relationship going forward with their family or with your friends. Um, So I think what you have shared about you stood up about on at, at this viewing and spoke about this person it shows or tells me a lot about you and courage you have gained from toastmaster experiences you really wanted to express your love for this person and respect for this person and before Toastmasters, you probably had all those feelings, but you would not have been able to share that with others. So I think that is really, really powerful. That not very many people can do that. Just learning that skill of communication is what makes us much more effective in our lives and in other people's life. Our communication always is, is critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm glad that you have that those experiences where you are really seeing, you know, it's how you are helping others and how it is helping you um, is, is a big thing. Yes. And just... Um, I know you love Toastmasters and you would recommend it to anyone. So what what just one advice you would have for someone still planning to join Toastmasters? I would definitely suggest they join at least two clubs if they have time. Mm-hmm. Gives you a perspective, different perspective, and you meet more people mm-hmm. and get more practice. Also be active in the meetings. Mm. People say in Toastmasters, do a rule every time you go.
go to a meeting every time, get involved, speak out. Thirdly, do go to the meetings in person, which is something mm -hmm. I need to work on. Like you were saying, Radhika, it's very, it's much more effective doing it. They are right with the people. So also get a good mentor. My mentor is Lisa Lee. I always tease her. I say, you're my boss, Lisa. She says, no, 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 I'm your mentor. She helps me. She calls me. She texts me. Are you going to the meeting? Are you doing a speech? Get a good mentor that you really work well with. And you could also consider uh, being a mentor yourself. I have not done that yet at this point. Mm -hmm. I think it could be very helpful. Mm. Mostly have fun. Enjoy the meetings. Enjoy. Do it, do it out of passion. Make friends speak. Listen. Per lastly, participate in contests. If there's a contest, I was in the international contest earlier this year. I had more fun. I was nervous and I said to myself, Jenny, just have fun. Tell your story. So I did this story. There were three of us. I came in third and I laughed and said, that's okay. I had fun and I definitely will do it this year again, this coming year. Just go for it. That's awesome. I love your spirit. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Radhika. <laughs> this, those are yes. all great, great um, advice. Advices. Like, I think those are all the great things about Toastmaster, right? Like, you know, participate in a contest. Try different clubs because each club has their unique culture and you will be surprised to see how different things can be done in, in, in clubs, even though the overall theme is same, but there are different ways each club would do uh, table topics or general evaluation or even the introduction of your speakers. Um, so it's, it's, it's amazing to um, see how effective each club can be. And I think the most of all, be active you know it's like, uh, i think great advice and i love the mentoring aspect of toastmasters lisa lee she's a great great mentor and <laughs> she's an inspiration to many many of us i have great mentors uh, as well but I think there are so many wonderful people out here who are ready to help others and who are ready to share their knowledge with others. Um, so I think it's uh, it's it's a wonderful platform to be part of. Yes. So, it always offers something new. Yes. Also, there's always a new person, a new speech, a new social socializing. Mm -hmm. uh, Spider in Greater Columbus does mystery dinners at his house. We have more fun. It awesome. is so fun. We do a whodunit uh, play, and we have a script. We read our script, and we try to pick who the murderer is in the story. And he, awesome. he, him and his wife, Sandy, 
uh, give us a meal and entertain us. It's so great. Wow. I should join there. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> We'd love to have you. <laughs> Thank you. Having fun is the most important thing. Um, and and I think a lot of times we um, try to make it as, as if it's a kind of obligation. But when you make this as more fun, I think it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> so, it does. So, yes. Um, so, so, Jenny, thank you so much for your time. And I really enjoyed our conversation. And uh, I felt like now I got to know a little bit about you. Uh, I would still love to know more about you and uh, your experiences um, as we journey together um, in our dynamic growth Toastmasters Club. Um, so like, you know, it's, it's been wonderful, wonderful talking to you this morning. Thank you, Radhika. I enjoyed it as well. I had fun. Thank you. Folks, thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Jenny Zuber. Jenny is a mental health specialist and her goal is to motivate and help everyone in need with mental health issues and eliminate the stigma around it. Let's wish Jenny best of luck in achieving her goal. My key learning from the conversation is stay active in Toastmasters meetings and leverage your mentors to motivate you. Please share your feedback on this episode and let me know what's your favorite learning from this conversation. Please stay tuned for more exciting conversations. Until then, happy podcasting.